This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaren.com. Today is September 27, 2016. NFL Week 4 Picks and Kicks. Calhoun starting with me. I think Double R going to join a little later. What's up, Calhoun? What do you do, my guy? How you doing? Chilling, can't complain. Um, NFL Week 4 seemed like the week going fast. And last week, well, we didn't do a podcast last week, but the previous podcast, Week 2 Picks and Kicks, you suggested we're going to do something new and add a little fantasy component to it. So, we're going to start out with Fantasy Sleepers. Isn't that what you wanted to call it? Yeah, but on the flip side, let's, be, let's, let's just say why we didn't make it last week. It was my brother's birthday here, and he did it big. He wasn't around to kick it with us last week. Oh, yeah. I don't want to say did it big. You know, I have a – Miami is my a second home, so I go there a lot. So, essentially, I was just there enjoying my time. Go ahead. Let's start off. Um, we're gonna do the. We're gonna start off with the fantasy sleep. We still had the youth sucking the Lewinsky awards, and we're still gonna talk football and go into some kicking it before we do the picks. But before we get started, let's go on and do the fantasy stuff. How are you doing in fantasy? I'm doing like everybody else. Man, this thing is a real roller coaster. Like, it's, hey, I'm not gonna lie. You really have to be paying attention between the injuries and the inconsistency of players. Especially the big main players, man. You left in the cold this year in fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as far as me, my fantasy isn't going so good. I think I'm one and two or on three. I'm not doing that good. And what's been. Hmm? You just took another loss this week. Yes, yeah, so I'm on three. So what has screwed me over, like you said, for me is lack of depth at running back. So I wasn't able to catch a running back in my draft. But. Just people being out and people saying they're questionable would be out. Or, you know, they start off one way and they wind up another way. So that's been killing me to piggyback on your point. But let's go to give a throw a fantasy sleep out for the people. I don't even think he's a sleeper anymore. That damn Marvin, Marvin Jones. He outscored everybody in fantasy this week, quarterbacks included. No one scored this. He had 32 points. And why not receive Cause he had two hundred yards receiving, right? Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. And touchdown, like it was really, it was, it was amazing. So, and I was, guess who I had these last few weeks was Golden Tate because Golden Tate was supposed to be the number one guy, and that was my sleeper pick. And I was waiting in the cut for Golden Tate or Marvin, Marvin Jones. Somebody took him in our draft before Golden Tate, so I snuck Golden Tate, but they could have kept him in the back door. He sucked. <laughs> And then I had a player that I just got rid of Sunday morning. He killed it. And so now I'm trying to get him back on the waiver wire today. The only reason why I can't tell you who it is, because we're in the same league and I think you're ahead of me in the waiver wire. Uh, well, as bad as my team is, I'm going to just start auctioning off people to the top person. So you ain't got to worry about that right now. <laughs> well, I want first in line. Let me see. I want Jordan Nelson. I'm looking at your team right now. <laughs> uh, my sleeper, 
Um, I say put this guy at your flex position and you will be good. Terrell Pryor. That's the guy I was talking about. I dropped him Sunday morning. The last two weeks hasn't done anything for my team. I dropped him Sunday morning, and he goes with Dallas. Yeah, he goes the fuck off. The fuck off. Now, here I am trying to scramble to get him back, and I sure one of you motherfuckers going to claim, and I'm not going to have him. Hey. Hey, you already talked to the motherfucker who's going to claim I'm looking at the way right now. You can try your back. You can try your down. <laughs> yeah, but Terrell Prime, man, he's probably going to get my Lewinsky award too, but at the end of the day, they have to keep using him like that to be competitive. Like with a rookie quarterback who wasn't that thought of in Cody Kessler, they're just going to have to keep feeding Terrell Prime. He shows you how good – he's showing you how versatile he is. Flip side, what about Kansas City scoring in the thirds too, thanks to your favorite guy, Fitzpatrick? We're going to get to that. But like I said, these, the fantasy sleepers for the, for the fans this week are Marvin Jones, Terrell Pryor. That's how we're going to go, right? I get another one. Like I, oh, a little bonus. Bonus. A little bonus. And I'm giving you all my good stuff here. So I'm exposing myself, but it's just for you, the fans. And I'm trying to get this guy. Uh, the uh, Jordan Howard. Chicago running back. Langford went down. They got to run the ball. I'm looking at Jordan, Jordan Howard do a few things. Okay. The running back position this year has been brutal. That's what's killed me. I think I think the first week I got a total of like three points from my running backs. The second week I got a total of like five. And last week I got a total of like six or four or something like that. I haven't gotten double digits from both of my running backs combined yet. How about now, My first round pick and my third round pick now. It was either my third or fourth round pick because I picked Adrian Peterson on my first pick. I think in the third round I picked Keenan Allen in the third or the fourth round. So, geez, and now you heard the news about J.J. Watt, right? Yeah, say he's going to be out on our – how long is he out with that? I think he's out. If it's not for the the season, it's for most of the season. He's out. Does that change Houston, what Houston can do? Oh, yeah, what you – you gonna lean on clown? Yeah. yeah you're, you're screwed. <laughs> Ain't nobody studying you now. Speaking of fantasy, what are your thoughts this year? Which what have you seen this year that kind of stand out to you? I tell you this: I don't know how people uh, even put money on fantasy. I couldn't do it. It's already enough without it. Uh, you talk about these fan duels and the other spots. There's no way in the world I entertain. But with that being said, man, it's it's a reflection of the league. It's a lot of newcomers and a lot of players that shining. The old players may be up and down and inconsistent, but these new kids, this kid from the Broncos, jeez. You talking about a quarterback? Yeah. So stop right there. We can talk three quarterbacks right now and hit them on the head. Him, Dak Prescott, and Kent and Wentz. Wentz, yeah. And if you're in fantasy, you already know they're outscoring. They're outscoring Cam. They're outscoring Russell Wilson. They're outscoring Andy Dalton. They're even outscoring Phillip Rivers. Like, Florida, they're outscoring And the league, your league probably has all three of those in your waiver wire. And if you're struggling at QB, I advise you to go get one. 
Out of those three, which one has had the best first few games so far? Fantasy one, I'm gonna say Wentz. Yeah, Wentz has been Wentz has been very good. And if you're Cleveland, if you're San San, uh, if you're Cleveland or you're LA, you got to be kicking yourself, right? He's the third string. I don't even know if he dresses for games. Because now that the other guy is in Yeah. And there's two different approaches to the same problem. One, hey, we just gonna throw him out the other one, hey, let's just see how how let's just move him along at a slower pace. But yeah. If Jared Goff don't work out, well Jeff Fisher is fired anyway, but if Jared Goff don't work out, that's it, the LA Rams back what, five another five years. <laughs> I don't know because it's going to be either one or two in the draft this year also. Between the old Miss quarterback and Deshaun Watson, who's having a so-so year, I think they can be back in the mix. You're going to be stupid to give away that much and then be here. Yeah, but then the rounds are two and one, but even then you can't commit $100 million, Well, what you can't commit $120 to one position, right? $120 million to one position and two first-round draft picks, right? Philly did and came out smelling like roses, right? I mean, so far it's worked for them. I mean, it's worked because they, if you hit on this, like, you you have to hit on this, right? You got to. Yeah. Speaking of which, Sam Brown hasn't been looking too bad recently, has he? Uh, the defense been carrying them. I think he's just a beneficiary of good defense. He ain't looking bad, but he ain't looking great either. I think he's getting a little too much head right now. He ain't looking bad. He, he, he drawing the ball, man. Yeah. So, which leads to our Lewinsky and our new supper All right, which one you want to start with? That's how you do a transition. Dude. I see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's start with the new suck so we can have a, a great note going to our picks here. Award. It's gonna go to Pittsburgh. How dare they go lose at home to a rookie quarterback? No, they wasn't at home. Oh yeah, on the low you a secret Pittsburgh fan, right? I mean, I my organization and their structure. I, I'm not gonna sit here and fake the funk. Good lord, that was a disgrace. You don't lose that game. So they get my U Sucker with. They wasn't at home else. They was still in Philly. I mean, you know, Philly, that's Pennsylvania. They was in Pennsylvania. But the Eagles need them 34 to 3. What kind of nonsense is that? And my double U Sucker award goes to the suckiest of all suckers, Fitzpatrick. What the hell was you doing, son? So stop right there. My U Sucker goes to Fitzpatrick. So we both can just jump in the car together. We're going to the same place. We can share this cap together. Well, turn the ACL and let us see that. They're right. <laughs> I told you guys last year, and I'm going to keep that the Jets weren't going to make the playoffs because of Fitzpatrick. And what did he do? He threw three interceptions to Rex Ryan, which sounds laughable now, to a Rex Ryan coach defense in one quarter. How do you – it's only one other quarterback who's thrown six interceptions in the game. Do you know who that is? Is it Carson Palmer? Nope. I get one more guess. No, I just him. Pay man. So the bright side of it, he in good company, right? 
you got to you got even in the bad situation, you got to look at the positives, right? They better, it ain't that much positive in the world. That's why you don't pay him nineteen million dollars like he was asking you to pay. Him. But you guys were saying pay him though. I was saying you're gonna have to pay him when you have people like Kirk Cousins and Oswald getting that kind of money. It's the it's the it's the nature of the beast. It's not so much that he's talented. Why don't you ride it out with Gino? Oh, because you've seen Gino. Yeah, Gino not six in a section bad though. Gino's horrible. Okay, so let's put it like this. Fitzpatrick is one game bad. But you just seen last Thursday he went the hell off. Gino don't go the hell off like that. Do the Jets make the playoffs? Do the Jets make the playoffs? Yeah. They can? I'm asking you, do they? they what are they right now? One and two? I don't know. I, I, yeah, they one and two right now. So do they make the playoffs? I can't say. Uh, and that's not being... The league is so crazy right now. I can't call it. I mean, the Patriots have ran away with the division, so all you're asking them is they're going to make a wild card. Wild card, yeah. Can they make a wild card? Possibly. Because NFC North not just going out. I don't trust Cincinnati. The Browns still trash. Pittsburgh, I, you know, I don't know. I know the one coming out of the South because Carter's Kelly thought the Jaguars was going to be something. They, they chumming out 0-3. Yeah. Texas just lost their star of the team. No, Tennessee still trash. Yeah, they can. Yeah. I say no. I say Kansas City will be able to take that second playoff spot. I say Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Te- um, Denver, and, Can- and or Kansas City. But six interceptions in one game is inexcusable. Like, the coach should set them down at some point, right? I gotta keep going with him. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna kill his confidence. I'm not gonna act like I don't trust that I have faith in him. He had a bad game. He had a bad game. He had over 16 games. I'm not gonna see him out after this performance. After his last performance, he over 300 yards and three touchdowns and all that type of jazz. We watching. Ah, he's gonna have a good games. He's gonna have a bad game. That's beyond bad, though. It's horrible, but thank God it's week four in the league and not week one in the playoffs. Fair enough. <laughs> you brought up Pittsburgh. I didn't see that much of that game. Was it that Pittsburgh lost the game or that the Eagles came ready to play? The Eagles started for the three. You don't have to do who won who lost. You just all around back. How do you have that kind of offensive power? You have Antonio Brown, you have Ben Roethlisberger, and I know you don't have Lady Bill, but you got William who took that rock. How do you have that kind of offense and you only get three points? And that's the kind of stuff that kills you in fantasy. Because you start eight Antonio Brown and you don't have nothing for it. You start Ben Roethlisberger and he had nothing for it. But when you're 34 to 3, so, come on, man, the Eagles, they don't have nothing. That defense is not stopping. They're not giving you no trouble like that. I don't care how good it makes look. You got a first-year head coach. A rookie quarterback, that's inexcusable for Mike Tomlin and the rest of the game. Ben Rossi, brother, that's inexcusable. All right, let's get to the Lewinsky Award. Since I took the first and the last one, we take on I got two Lewinskys. First one, Terrell Pry. Very rarely do we get Lewinskys to people who lost, but he pretty much did everything but grab a chilling uniform and lead the cheers. My second one, 
probably one we're going to talk about a little more. The Atlanta Falcons offensive side of the ball. It starts from Kyle Shanahan all the way down. Now you can probably count out. So let, let me go ahead and get mine because they're going to get some of my time. I have about three. Uh, I, again, Terrell, I got to say Terrell Powell. We haven't seen nothing like that in our lifetime. I mean, it, it was awful that I didn't get a chance to watch it because, of course, we're in Atlanta, so we don't get that game. He played some safety too, right? He played wide receiver, quarterback, running back, and a little safety. Yep. That's crazy. We haven't seen nothing like that. Uh, Bill Belichick. Because, my God, if I go lace up a Patriots uniform, I can get a win in that system. He was on his third quarterback, and they shut the Texans out. That was quite impressive. Uh, and I got to give it to the Vikings defense. They made Cam Newton look like Geno. They shut him down. So, I give it to them. And now, the Atlanta Falcons, my God, they look good. But I don't want to get caught up because we was doing these podcasts last year up until week six. But it's different this year, though, right? The play caller. Play caller was like he was good last year. I mean, we were just doing a lot of zone blocking, and really we were riding Devontae hot hand. He was hot, and we rolled it. This time, we're spreading the ball more. We're more than just a three-person show. Like, the fact actually have weapons. What you think about that, that great quarterback, Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan playing great. Matt Ryan right now is probably the best quarterback. He he. If the MVP were today, he would be in the top three. That's what I like. Quiet is kept. He's been the best quarterback playing right now, as of now. But the three games, you can't bring Rodgers to this party. He's yeah, you can't bring. I mean, if you were bringing the people to the party, it'd be Matt Ryan and the three rookies, right? Yeah. Because Russell, he's outplayed Russell Wilson so far. He's outplayed Rodgers so far. He's outplayed Cam so far. He outplayed Drew Brees. I mean, he's been playing his ass off. You gotta give him the love. You gotta show him. He's and then what about the eighteen yard run he had? What about the, the, he's been doing more of that lately. Even starting from last year, he's starting to drop his head and get those yards and just move or whatever. So, I mean, that's a sign of growth. So that's a sign of growth. And that's something he sorely needed. Yeah, well, hey, that's my quarterback. I'm right on I don't hear you giving props to any other people on the offense. Oh, well, now, like I told you, so it goes to me for Kyle Shanahan. That's something. Matt Ryan's first thing. He impressed me. They was here trying to give names out for what they think you should call uh, Devontae Freeman and Terry Cole. So a couple of people had said something like, Someone said Law and Order. You know, give him a nickname. You know, not Thunder and Lightning, but someone was like Law and Order. Someone else was like, uh, they want to do Fast and Furious. You know, a name like that. But those two really showed out. I like Fast and Furious. That's what they said. They like Fast and Furious. Then they had the Ludacris on it. I don't like him, but anyway, I like Fast and Furious. Uh, I think if we were to rank MVPs right now for the Falcons, Kyle Shanahan would be number one. Matt Ryan would be number two, and then the running backs would be number three. I give him this problem. Matt Ryan got to get that thing first. Man, Man. <laughs> uh, the difference in, in play calling is the difference in Matt Ryan. He, uh, and it goes back to the point we were talking about. We yell at him because he's only as good as the plays he's, that he's getting. But now that he's doing good, he's only as good as the plays he's getting. Ca- getting. I guess that's one of the things that he's doing. No home. 
Yeah, and so he's not audible and they're moving the ball more. They're doing no huddle. They're spreading the ball. They're not focusing on Julio. They're doing everything right right now. And, of course, granted, this may be a little more than what it is because they played the Saints. But they just move, you know, this is what you want from an offense coordinator. Like, this may be Kyle Shanahan's two, best two-game stretch ever, definitely since he's been with the Falcons. But Yeah, I agree. Like, he's keeping them off balance. He's again. He's spreading the ball around. One of the things you complained about was him using Devontae and Tevin Coleman, finding a way to use both of them. Devontae had what twenty five carries for one hundred fifty yards. Tevin Coleman had like fifteen for like sixty five with three touchdowns and stuff like that. So, huh? Devontae got that on twelve carries. Okay, so twelve carries. So I mean, he's finding a way to use everybody, and it's not just let's go to Julio, let's go to Sanu, just find the open man, let's let's create options. And so I think whenever you – right now the Falcons have probably, what, five legitimate options on offense for Matt to go to. The way Matt been spreading it around, man, it might be even more than that. He really yeah. has been. He, the last two games, when he's targeted at least eight uh, receivers. Yeah. Julio had one catch yesterday. And they didn't need him. And they didn't need him at all. Now, again, a lot of that could be with New Orleans, but – I mean, but it's the same thing with the Raiders. Yeah. And I pick, I'm not going to lie about it. I picked the fact to lose both of those games. So, there's a concept of real wins, real losses, and either or games. So, right now, the Falcons are 1-1-1. One, one, one. They have one real win, one real loss, and one in-between game. They could have went either way. So. i tell you this. The difference, you're right about this. The difference between last year and this year. If they play like this offensively, they can't be stopped because it's a balance, right? Yeah. So offensively, it's a balance. When pass run, we're not doing like 70% pass and 30% running. We're like at 55, 45, like that. And you can't key in on one person. They're spread all the way out. So if you play like that and the offensive line hold up, I think you're, I think the lead will be in trouble. Now, the problem is, oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ, they can't stop the nose. We talked about this. It was, it was, they were talking about this on, again, we're in the Atlanta Bay Show. They were talking about this in Atlanta, how teams hiring coordinators for head coaching jobs and the side of the ball that their specialty is doing worse than the opposite side of the ball. So they were saying Kirby Smart with Georgia, the defense is shit, but the offense is ahead of schedule of the defense. Same thing with Dan Quinn. Basically, the offense, the defense is shit. The offense is ahead of schedule. They're talking about Paul Johnson, how the offense ain't shit, but the defense is ahead of schedule. And they used a couple more examples or whatever. And so, it's amazing how the defense, it seems like they're regressing. But they're getting good play out of certain people. Yeah. And so, it's, it, and so they're, they're actually becoming a bend but don't break defense. I don't know how you feel about those type of defenses, but... That's kind of what they're turning into, or the defense that makes that one play. I mean, I don't mind those defenses. That's the kind of defense we had in 2012. The only problem, and, I, and to be honest with you, the defense we had in 2012, I think is better than the defense we have right now. This defense is horrible, uh, actually. We got a couple of bright spots. The rookies are bright spots. And I give it to you. You, you noted this faster than me. True fight can ball with the best of them. I gotta give him a hand, but that pass rush is ridiculous. And I know it's early, but boy, Vic Beasley look a major bust. 
I mean, it's, I mean, it's not early, right? So this is year two. This is what instead of, instead of looking at it like year two, this is what his nineteenth game. Yeah, he needs to produce more than what he's doing right now. Yeah, he looks hungry. I remember the first game when I had told you he was strong side linebacker and he didn't have the tackle. Yeah, that's impossible in football. That's what I was saying. How on the field? If you're on the field. Yeah, you all must get a tackle standing too close on the sideline. <laughs> you can get a tackle. If you're a linebacker, you have to run away from the play to not get a tackle. Like, it's almost impossible. Cornerbacks get tackles and they're on one side of the field. So I, it's, and it goes back to after that game, if you heard Dan Quinn, coaches don't throw anybody under the bus, but Dan Quinn politely threw him under the buses. You know, basically, the only way I'm not going to throw you on the bus, but I'm going to throw you on the bus. And so, just they're trying like hell to find him somewhere to play. But and on the flip side, like I had told you today, um, when DeAndre Campbell come back, I don't want Spoons to sit, especially for no bum Vic Beasley, because he make plays. He like he's been rejuvenated. He's not only is he popping when you get there; he's very physical when you get there. He pop with bad attention. But he's fast. He's all over the field. So I don't want him sitting down for Vic Beasley to start. Any more thoughts on the Falcons? Rise up. Well, we transition to the picks and kicks. Let's go. Thursday game is Miami and Cincinnati. The line is Cincinnati by seven. Give me Cincinnati in the seven. Completely, I agree with Cincinnati, but I completely disagree with Seth. Cincinnati's not going to make the playoffs this year. They're completely overrated. It may be, but they, they haven't been, they ain't been losing. Man, not like that, but they're still losing, right? So these were games that they were winning last year. And for previous years, these were games that they were winning. My, granted, Miami isn't a good team. Cincinnati should win, but seven is too high. I wouldn't bet that line, or I would bet the Dolphins. Of course. Yup. This Marvin Lewis last year. Yes. They regress. I mean, it's just one of them things. Eyes again. I think of eyes again. They won, he won a championship with Chicago. And so they were talking to him. And they were like, you know, he was like, well, think about it. In baseball, in sports, you don't have runs like that. He was like, he was like it's only certain teams who have dynasties, right? The same few little teams in every sport. He likes, I told my team, we may never see this again. So once we get to the semifinals, you have to go balls to the wall and make sure we get past that air part. And then he said, when we got to the World Series, he was like, we're not going to make it up again. Not the same group of people. He like, so you should kill yourself to make sure that this it was worth it. Get some of that real pride Yeah. And so I think that that's the problem with Marvin. They they taken for granted by going to the playoffs. They never killed themselves to get to the next level. And so, you know, if, you, if you're stagnant, you're basically regressing it. So the the mean, the mean average will catch up to you. And I think that's just what happened to them. They had talent. They're good. But over time, they're going to lose people. And just everybody, I mean, they're going to lose people. And just the league is going to catch up to them. And I think the league is caught up to them. And maybe not even from a talent standpoint, but just from Hey, people got people want to get paid more. You're gonna lose people. Other people are getting better. And so I just think that they stayed in the same spot, which is good. 
but they never killed themselves to be great. If that make any sense. How to make perfect sense. So like, when Dan Marino went to the Super Bowl, he was like, I was, was rookie year. I'll be back. Like, I never got back there. I think Cincinnati had the same cavalier attitude. Oh, we can turn it on and make it to the playoffs. We just need to do something once we get to the playoffs. And I don't think that happens this year. And if it doesn't happen, I mean, I hate to say it for Marvin because you're a black coach and I like black coaches, but you can't. It's hard to keep him around, right? Him and Jeff Fisher is completely out of order. Well, you know, they're, they're the house guests that said they'll be there a couple of days, and it's been a couple of months. You know, I eat up in food. They keep leaving the lights on. They leave the room. There's all type of stuff. All the stuff you said don't do that's what they're doing. Now. It's time for them to go. It's time for both of them to go. Nobody's milked this one Super Bowl appearance like Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher is amazing. But that's another podcast. We can spend another 30 minutes on Jeff Fisher. Yeah. So, 9.30 a.m. Saturday, the Colts at the, I mean, Sunday, excuse me. The Colts at the Jaguars in Wembley Stadium. Line is Indianapolis by two and a half. Do the Jaguars get off the snide? Yes. I think the Jaguars won. I was listening. I was reading off. Was I, I was listening to a podcast and they said Andrew Luck is the basically the LeBron James of the NFL. That he makes he has a shitty team that he's carrying to whatever heights they get to. Now I don't know about that much, but I think he's I think he's slightly overrated, but I think he's not slightly. They talk about Andrew Luck like he's already won two Super Bowls or something. I don't understand it. It's for someone who I don't know. They really, they really suck him off on a level that he's just, it's unbelievable. Like, they take it out, spit on him, and put it back in his mouth. I don't know why people suck him off like that. I think he's good. I think he's straight, but I don't think he's what they make him want to be. Yeah. I agree with you. I, 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 I'm going to take Jacksonville, too. I think Jacksonville has problems on their hands. If they don't win, Gus Bradley gets fired. Gus Bradley not the coach. It's out of games. No, that's in Miami. If they don't win, Gus Bradley gets fired. On the way back home, do they pull less miles? They don't pull less miles. They pull a Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin the one who got fired on the tarmac. They fired him on the plane before he got on the plane. Told him he couldn't ride the plane with the team. If you look at them and all honestly, they have way too much talent coming out of the gates like this. Problem is Blake Brothers. Like he's the ultimate. Hey, he's the ultimate. Hey, when you're down by ten or fifteen, he he's a stat filler. He you down by twenty, he wind up scoring fifty points, but you lose by fifteen. You know what I'm saying? Like man, he, he just he when the game matters, he fucks up. But when it doesn't matter, he's got that all world. I need to get that fixed in the It's time to move on from Blake Brothers, actually. You think so, that fast? This is third year. I don't think it's that time. He's still got too much talent. Way too much arm talent. You know what talent is? What? Another word for ain't did shit. <laughs> That's one of your, your coaches ain't the one. What there? That's one of your great coaches told you that, didn't you? told you that. The great philosopher Wale. <laughs> talent another word for ain't did shit. Indeed it is, sir. I mean, because if he did shit, we wouldn't be saying he's tapped it. We'd just be saying he doing, you know what I'm saying? 
Like when that time you said Tom Brady was talented. You never have to see it. Exactly. So um <laughs> Knicks one o'clock I mean starting off Sunday games, one o'clock. Titans at the Texans. Line is Houston by six. Give me the six and give me Houston. Upset alert. Give me Tennessee. I hate Marcus Mariota, but I think them losing J.J. White is going to deflate a lot of what they got going on. I think Tennessee is a running team. If they're smart enough to keep Mariota's passes to like 15, 17, they'll win the game. I think they can run on Houston, especially without J.J. White. So I got Tennessee. So about Brock Osweiler? You don't think he's doing that? Man, he just – has he wowed you? Hell no. Exactly. So, why well, I mean, when you sign that big ass contract? <laughs> Give me Tennessee. Who you get? You said Houston in the six, right? Give me Houston in the six. Next one o'clock game: Cleveland at the Redskins. The line is Washington by eight. Give me Washington in the eight. I don't trust Cook Cousins with eight over anybody. Washington. Give me Cleveland. Fuck it. Terrell Pryor with my goddamn Lewinsky Award winner. They're going to turn them loose again. Give me Washington. I mean, give me Cleveland, excuse me. On a side note, two side notes. One, uh, Washington, great job on how they pulled like, that out against the Giants Sunday. Uh, two, I hope Cleveland gives Hugh Jackson more time to get in that situation because I think he's a he's a pretty he's going to be a decent coach. Uh, but he has to have time to turn around. And it seems like the Browns don't give him enough time to turn anything around. So what happens is coach keep coming right behind the next coach and that coach is in the middle of trying to work his system. Now he trying to get rid of that and then get his system going and they keep frying him in the middle of it. They have to give them time to set that up. You need at least about three to five years. My first thought was five years, but what fan base would go for that? I mean, I should be Cleveland at this point. She's playing big shit since Jim Brown. So give your... Give your team time to develop. Let them draft. Well, let them get free agents. Let them build. You're going to have a young nucleus of players. you got to give them time. They don't even have to cop the, the Corey Coleman kid back. He's coming back. Terrell Brown showing you something. you got to get situated as your quarterback. I mean, they have to get themselves situated. But give him time. I think Hugh Jackson this go around. With the Raiders, it was in. But he wasn't home, but he just wasn't great. Well, I think with that experience, and then you're seeing him as coordinator, I think he can turn it around. So you just got to give him time to make him competitive. I'm not as high on Hugh Jackson as you are because he fucked the Raiders. The tra- trading all them pits for cars and palms, just some of the shit he was doing was too much. So I'm not as bully on, on them as you are. But eh. I hope they give him time just because I, I'm a fan of seeing teams who normally don't win win because the ones who always win are giant douchebags. So. How many Patriots fans have you seen pop up in the past 10 years? Exactly. So I wouldn't mind seeing Cleveland win. Somebody would be appreciative of it. But And it's just like to me, when you say Cleveland, it's like up north rap. You say the best like the rap game needs New York to be relevant in some form or another. Like you just don't need the outside rapping oversaturated radio waves. You need some of that New York shit. And so now me would be better if Cleveland is in the mix a little bit. You know? Yeah, I mean, just the league would be better. And the thing that made the NFL great was at one point you didn't know who would, it was. Always one or two teams who did make the playoffs the year before making the playoffs the, year, the next year. So you need those teams. You need Jacksonville. You need the Cleveland. You need Buffalo. You need the Falcons. You need 
the Rams. You need certain teams, even if they only go once every three years, you need that spring of hope because that keep your fan base interested. Right. And so, you know, Cleveland and Buffalo probably been the two that just are so far away that they, they haven't done it. But you need that. And as a fan of football, I like to see it. Next one o'clock game, Seattle at the Jets. There is no line because I don't think the word has been out on Russell Wilson yet. So that's just so messy. Nothing was like a relationship. Y'all in the down part. It's just so messy that Seattle. Seattle look like trash. And the Jets, you don't know who you're going to get. Give me. I mean, we just pick a straight up winner. Give me Seattle winning straight up. Give me the Jets. Mm-hmm. God, I don't want the Jets. Cloud came off of six picks. Give me some. Yeah. I mean, he ain't gonna have six picks again, but. Nah, he's not, but. Uh, it's just so lackluster because I don't feel comfortable picking either one of them. Yeah. This one o'clock game at Buffalo at New England. New England. There is no line for this, but New England, too. Gus Bradley, Rex Ryan right now. If it's a race to get fired first, who's leading that race? The rounds are two and one. But Grace Bradley and Rich Ryan may not make it the end of the year. Rich Ryan. You should have never brought his brother in. I, I told you during that last game when they played the Jets. His defense is so stupid. Nobody put their cornerbacks on the island with no safety help unless you blitz. They was doing that without even blitzing. That's the dumbest thing. I, it was zero coverage with no blitz. That's the dumbest thing I ever seen. His defense, no wonder they get eight up. He killed his quarterbacks. They was picking on that poor boy, that poor boy with the drape. That's how somebody's mama said, boy, they just keep on picking on that poor young man. They were picking on him. <laughs> Should have went home and got that big brother. Then they started taking turns with him like he was a freak of wheat. I don't know that. No. Rich Ryan had to get fired just like Les Miles got fired because his bum ass coordinators. That's why they gotta get fired. You should never go Rob Ryan either. Unless I'm at the buffet we should do. Give me New England. Question. And we talked about this offline. Who gets credit for New England success now? Brady or Belichick? You know, people was doing fifty fifty including me, but it ain't fifty fifty. Bill Belichick went with what we got in there. And their team not even that impressive on paper. Like, some of them bums go somewhere else, and they do not shine. Next 1 o'clock game, it'll rape Oakland at Baltimore. Line is Baltimore about three and a half. Oakland's at Baltimore? Yeah. Baltimore is just so bad. They undefeated, though. The quietest three and nobody ever seen. <laughs> Give me Baltimore. I'm right with you. Give me Baltimore, too. Flacco back. It's like they walking with ballerina shoes and a mask on. They're quiet. It's like you look back like, hey, where you came from? Oh, three and no, there you go. It's unbelievable. I, I don't know. That's what you want as a coach, though, right? Oh, yeah, flying right under the radar. I got Baltimore winning, and, and I think they cover, too. The Raiders, the Raiders' defense isn't that good. Baltimore, they'll do what they do, and – I, they have one more stop than the Raiders have in them. So, I agree. Give me Baltimore too. All right, next one o'clock game is Detroit at Chicago. Detroit. What's the line? The line Detroit by three. 
Give me Detroit. Give me the three. Chicago may be the worst team in the league. Chicago may be the worst team in the league. Is it time to move on from Cook? In time, but nobody's gonna take that contract. Do you just bench him and just pay him? Nah, he costs too much to bench. You can't bench him from a cap. It's not like he's just overly better. I mean, man, it's a it's a shit show up there. It's a it's they battling for the number one pick, Chicago and Cleveland. But Cleveland, like, they still want to fight. Chicago don't even know they got to fight. Yo, Chicago, that's an excellent point. Chicago look like they're ready for the season to be over, and it's not even October yet. Cleveland at least trying. Exactly. Like, Cleveland's just trying to figure their way out, right? Chicago, like, fuck it. We know we not good. Let's just get out of here without getting hurt. And who want to who support that as a fan base? Yeah. Fuck out of here with that shit. Yeah. Glad I'm not a Chicago Bears fan. Yeah. Last one o'clock game at the Panthers at High Falcons. Lions, Carolina by three. Give me them burgers, baby. <laughs> we did a, me and Double R, shout out to Double R. We do a Falcons record preview every year. We do it every year. And when we told you the records or when you heard the podcast, you called up immediately and said how wrong we were. I scoffed at laughed my ass off. We're, I I heartily went like the medieval king, like you fool. <laughs> no, I sound like Megatron when he was on Star Trek. You fool. <laughs> Y'all said that nine seven ten six shit. <laughs> what are your thoughts now? I know it's premature, but what are your thoughts now? I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to jack. I'm not trying to come right before she thinking she's gonna be here two hours later. She's not gonna be dope right when I'm about to buzz. I'm not gonna premature ejaculate. That's not what I'm gonna do. If they win, what do you think? Again, I got to wait till like week six or seven. That's when they figure out Kyle Shanahan, so I got to wait. And I advise not to like week 11. So you're going to have plenty of those sample size, but then you can't just be fooled because between what the Panthers look like Sunday, what we look like Monday, you're easy going to be like, yes, but let's be, let's be clear now. The Panthers' defense is not New Orleans. And you already know what our defense looks like. Especially against somebody like Cam. And he got Kevin Benjamin back. And you know the tight end go fuckers. I'm talking about West Coast Productions. I don't want to just, you know, we'll, we'll have a, a real good, we'll have a real good outlook on how they play Carolina. But for now, we're leaving the division. I got the Falcons too. Let's look at the bigger picture with the schedule. The Falcons may actually be catching. Green Bay don't look super, super invincible. They may catch Seattle at the right time without Russell Wilson. Things may be sliding that language away. It might. It just might. And, hey, listen, I'll be wrong and I'll be happy to be wrong on this. I'm not lying. I would be ecstatic to be wrong on this. Yeah. All right. First four or five game, Denver at Tampa Bay. Line is Denver by three. Give me Denver and give me the three. Yeah, give me Denver. This may be a lot. If you're betting bet this game, give me Denver and give me three too. They go, they can be. Tampa Bay is up two up and down. They haven't found their way yet. As long as Simeon don't turn the ball over, Denver defense can keep James from under two touchdowns. But that sounds about us losing to them. Because they don't look impressive at all. 
Just think it was the first game and two people who knew the Falcons, right? So I'll take that. So you had Mike Smith, you had Dirk Cutter, right? So, you know, you figured they would learn something by them all for the, at least for the key players, right? Yeah, I'll take that. You know, so, uh, we both agree Denver wins and they both cover the line. That may be our betting lock of the week. That's Meaning, the one I'm calling Vegas on. Yeah, that's the one you call Vegas on. Actually, that's, we may start that too. Have one game a week you call Vegas on. We're giving y'all gold, fans. Please be appreciative. Next four or five game with four twenty five is the Rams at the Cardinals. The line is Arizona by eight. I'm taking the Arizona. I'm not taking the. I don't know how to gauge that. So I'm taking Arizona and I'll take the points. The reason why, the Cardinals have not looked impressive. The Cardinals, Carson Palmer is done. He just don't know it yet. Yeah. And that's what it looks like. And the Rams, Palmer is on a hot street. I mean, let's start like this. Arizona is the Cincinnati of the NFC. Or Cincinnati is the Arizona of the AFC. How do you want to look at it? Bruce Harris is a great coach. A-plus coach. He's... The, is Belichick then is Bruce Arians and, and Mike Tomlin. Is Belichick Tomlin Bruce Arians? Yeah. Their roster is getting long in the tooth from a standpoint. They're not old, they're just old together. Right. So I think I had Arizona in the play in the playoffs this year, but actually I didn't. I did not. I don't see them going to the playoffs. The only reason they may make it is because Russell Wilson get hurt, but I think that that five in such a game that scarred Carson Palmer for life. You look different, man. I'm not gonna lie about it. They don't look like the same on the team. You can't bank on them. So I don't know, but I I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. They don't beat nobody by eight. I didn't even say who win the game. They don't beat nobody by eight. They win, but they don't beat nobody by eight. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams won. That's what I'm just about to say. I'm not. I'm gonna take the Cardinals, but I'm not gonna take that eight. Yeah. And uh, one thing about the Rams was some real shit. Like, even when they're down, they play their division hard. Like, whenever they play their division, if you watch, they play them very hard. So I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they win this game. But I'm going to take the Cardinals, and I'm not going to take the eight. Especially eight. Eight is a lot. Yeah. That's basically saying they win by a touchdown and a field goal, right? That's like, I mean, that's hard to even say with any division line. Again, the Cardinals aren't that good. The Rams weren't as bad as we thought the first game, right? Exactly. So, next for four twenty-five game, the Saints at the Chargers. <sighs> Great quarterback played bad team. Line of San Diego by three and a half. Give me San Diego. They got nothing for Drew Brees. Drew Brees, Drew Brees fighting a game by himself. Sean Payne should be fired just for not being able to develop a defense. Wait, is that all him? Don't they have a GM or is he directing GM too? They have a GM. So that's on drafting too because they don't have any talent really. And they're so far in the hole. And then when they was in the hole like $10 million, they went and paid Jerry's Bird, who has panned out to be shit with them. Yeah. So he can only work what he has. This is like what Thomas Demetrius gave Smith. He can only work what he has, and all he has is Drew Brees and Brandon Cooks. You trust Mark Ingram running the ball? They don't know. My favorite rapper, Zero the Most City Done, has a, a line. 
It says, where you been at, king of the ghetto fucking with a bitch? No, I've been trying to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. <laughs> That's a cold ass line. Drew Brees is out here making chicken salad out of chicken shit. And he trying to whip it, boy. He go, I give it to him, but he go down fighting every week. You see, done lost by three to the Giants. He lost by one to the Raiders. We we roast them. We roast them up, but the motherfucker still scoring thirty two points. You take out that pick six touchdown, they win thirty. It's what thirty eight, thirty two, right? Yeah. And they were driving. Yeah. I mean, that PC, it wasn't the difference in the game, but you take that play away, it's a much more competitive game. Nah, I think it was the difference in the game because he picked that like on the 10-yard line. It was 38 Oh, yeah, you're right. 90-yard return. So, he not only did we get points, we took away points from them. So, yeah, you're right. That's a 14-point swing. Yeah, you're right. We beat them by, we beat them by 13. You're right. Okay. Darren, give me the charges, too. Three and a half. Um... I don't know. The over and under for points is 53 and a half. I think they destroyed it. What is it? They're saying what now? The over and under for total points is 53 and a half. I just think that's interesting for this game. I think these two teams destroyed it. Yeah, they're going to be striking. No. I think. The next 430 game of the Cowboys at the 49ers. Cowboys. Prescott look good to me, boy. is Dallas by three. I like that Prescott. It's just when would Jason Greer fuck this up? So, but uh, for now, oh. Another one connected here. What do you do when Tony Romo gets out? I think it depends on the record. So let's say the fact they the Cowboys are two and one right now. Let's say he come back week seven. And they're four and three. Take your time, Tony. Yeah, take your time, Tony. I think you I think you ride that young boy again. Unless he's went to being completely different than what he's been, where he's throwing interceptions left and right, I think you ride Prescott. Like he might look like they say what goes around comes around. Look like Tony Romo gonna do the same thing, gonna get down to him what he did to Drew Blitzer. I like that that Prescott is being careful with the ball. I hope he can keep this up because that's that's really like I mean his his level headed plate and him being careful with the. Football is what's keeping him, or keeping them relevant. Excuse me. What do you think? You asked me that question. What do you think if the Cowboys are? I don't care if he goes on the slide. I think he's the quarterback. Actually, I think there's only one way Romo should play this year. If he <laughs> Bar- no, forget barring injury. If they're if the Cowboys are starting to win in spite of Dak Prescott, so like you said about Andy Dalton, the car- I mean the Bengals will win it in spite of him. If it becomes like right now, they're winning. He's playing a part in why they're winning. He's part of the recipe. If he becomes damn, they still won even though he played like shit. Then that's the only way Romo plays. Whether they keep winning or keep losing, you keep that Prescott in unless they're middling and he's the reason they're middling. Or you know what I'm saying? So like, if they're gonna be really bad, it makes sense to be really bad with him. If he's good and they're being really good, it really makes sense to. Just keep riding it, right? Why, why bring in Romo to fuck it up? Right now, I'm just going with that first. But if they, if they, three and three, four and three, four and four, whatever, and and the next three games they're winning in spite of him, like the league catches up to him, then that's when I think about bringing Romo in. I'm telling you right now, I want that press guy. I mean, like he's gonna have to look like. Can they trade Romo? No. Contract too big. 
Listen, I don't just rule that out. They traded Sam Bradford for the number one pick and the number four. So, yeah, Tony Romo can get you something. He's going to get you more than that. Man. I mean, who brought him this stage in his career? He's this old and he's this injured. So, he's not like Drew Brees, 38. You see, he's only 36, but he's a beat up 36. He's damaged good. Yeah, he's pretty much. What even one of them people who don't live? We see them in the streets. They like they thirty five or they they don't live thirty five hard years. We just seen somebody who was twenty two that look that look thirty three. So he, he's like that. So. Yeah, he and, and he's aging like dog years in the NFL, right? So he, what he been in the league with ten years? A little more than that. We looked him up. Remember? I mean, but his his body's been in the league twenty five years. So. All right. Exactly. So it's it's actually it's time for violence. It's actually time to hang it up, so you can walk later on in life. Yeah, this is we talked about that in our NFL preview podcast. This isn't about this is this isn't about football. You're not going to win championship as a starting quarterback. You haven't won championship as a quarterback. star. Haven't even got close. This is about being able to play with your grandkids or or do simple shit like remember your wife's birthday when you're seventy five. So. Right, this is life like the football, so let's have that time. Yeah. We had a good run. 8.30, Chiefs at the Steelers. Line is Pittsburgh by five and a half. You mean Pittsburgh in line? I don't trust that line. You don't like the line? Who you like? Who you like the Chiefs? I think Pittsburgh win, but I think it's like a field goal or less. I'm not big on Kansas City, but again, I agree with you. Pittsburgh should lost thirty four to three. I don't know what that was, but I think the king the king's gonna be out of the I don't trust I don't like Alex Smith. I don't like the Chiefs. Monday night game, October third, Giants at the Vikings, the Lions in Minnesota about four and a half. Give me the Vikings. This is my problem. Eli fucks you over when you least expect. The reason Washington won that game is because Eli threw those killer picks. I'm still not sold on Sam Bradford. I think this is a battle of the defenses. The Giants spent good money on their defense. The Vikings defense has been stellar. And fuck it. Give me Eli. He going to fuck me over, but give me Eli. First of all, I'm not picking this for Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford don't have to even show up. Vikings been winning on deep solely on defense, and it's early in the season still. So if it was like week eight, I may not just pick them because they don't have enough firepower. They don't. AP is not the only person missing on that on that offense. They also have their, their alignment, and they don't have someone else. They're all Teddy Bridgewater. So uh, I, I'm going strictly off their defense. And right now, they got a team of savages, animals, monsters. Whatever purple people leaders are reincarnated into the Vikings of hell, whatever you want to call them, boy, they, they're it. They going and they taking your lunch money. They trying to they trying to drink your blood. They going all in right now. So I'm going this off of their defense. I think Mike I think Mike Zimmer is the new Bruce Arians for me. I like what he does. I like him. I like them last. I've been liking him, and he's great at deep. That's the difference. What you're talking about, he's a defensive coach, but his defense says his offense good. He's a defensive coach, and his defense is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's good. It's good to see the synergy when 
Like you said, when what you're good at actually works. Everybody, whenever you, you hear something like on TV or whatever, everybody raves about him. And he seems to be a good coach. Who, and to go back, if, any other, if you're still listening, uh, one of the guys we've been missing in fantasy football is that goddamn Stephon Diggs because he's been going the fucking and your sleeper's Kyle Rudolph. Well, okay, I was gonna say I don't think Diggs is a sleeper now. He's primary target, so Rudolph, Rudolph may be a sleeper, but not Stephon Diggs. Pick him up yeah. So you got Minnesota winning, right? I got Minnesota. I got the Giants winning. They're the best team. Uh, and th- let's hope it's a good week of football. Let's t- hope the Falcons rise up and keep this trend going. Thank you guys for listening. This has been DigitalDaring.com. Make sure you go check out some of our pre-football. Just because it's the first quarter of the season, go check out some of our pre-football stuff. We'll double R myself, pick the Falcons record. What we do the NFL preview. Go back and check out some of those episodes to see if we're on track with those things. Thank you guys for listening. Again, this has been DigitalDaring.com. Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend.